So, welcome back to Life Through the Lens of a Believer. We are still sticking, for right now, uh, with that name. Uh, we may continually uh, play with different names in that. But, as always, my name is Thomas. Kyrie. And I'm Ellington. What is up, people? What's up, guys? It's good. Uh, it's a different set we have this time. Um, changing things up as we do enter season two of kind of this life story that we continually have. Um, so if you like the set, please tell us, um, either in the show notes or, or on YouTube, um, feel free to let us know. But, um, with Kyrie being back here, um, kind of give a a quick little update Kyrie of what you've been doing over the past probably 15 months or so, um, this the short yeah. version of it, and then we can kind of dive into today's topic. Yeah, so um, I recently moved to Greenville, um, which has been in the makes, I would say, for probably like five months or so prior to this month. Mm. It's traveling back and forth, back and forth. Um, since then, I think the last time we talked, I was still just the owner of Enough Vintage. Right. Um, and so we officially... Merge companies, me and my partner Zach. So now we're old school outfitter. Um, that's been a really, really big thing moving forward. Yeah. Um, let's see what else since we last talked. Um, my car blew up. <laughs> my car blew up. The forerunner, the forerunner stopped running. Uh, so uh, what was the what was the final? Like odometer meeting. Like how how long did she go? I think we were at like three hundred. 300,000. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Toyotas, you will literally yeah. drive until the wheels fall off or blow yeah. up. Yeah. We were in the You got every last mile out of that car. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. I was happy with that, but like when it stopped, I was like, ah. <laughs> like, I got to get up to Greenville. Yeah. Now it's going to be that much harder. So, yeah. um, got that worked out. And, um, so we're here Sorry. now. Yeah. Uh, just moved in, uh, with my buddy. So getting in my routine. Heck yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot has happened. Dude, how important is that? I know moving and having like a transition time where you're completely resetting your life, um, from legit one location. I know it's only like an hour and a half, two hours away, but how important is it to, to find that small sense of routine or structure in your life? Like what was that transition where you didn't have that structure? Like, what was that like? Yeah. So, um, honestly, I'd never not had a routine now my routine that i had before wasn't the best routine Mm. but it was a routine and so um before like like currently it was kind of just like i was everywhere at one time but like i wasn't really anywhere and so Mm. um for me it was like you know right now like i've been going to crossfit and like trying to work out more consistently and build a little bit of muscle and that requires eating. So like I would eat sporadically or do things sporadically or like I, you know, wake up late, maybe I wouldn't eat breakfast, you know? So now Mm. it's like, now that I'm in this routine, it's like, I'm getting my breakfast in, I'm getting my lunch in because I'm going home. Now I'm getting my dinner in. Uh, We're working out. So now I'm a little bit more tired. So I'm going to sleep earlier uh, and getting more sleep for the next day, feeling more productive and Mm. prepared. Um, So for me, it was, it was really important to have that because I never knew I didn't have it until I didn't. And Mm. so it was kind of like, I was just falling apart in a sense. I felt like I didn't really like have any roots anywhere in Mm. anything. I was just spread, but 
So yeah, it's very, very yeah. important. Did you f- have that when you first moved up here and you were trying to get your bearings on life and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a totally different city. It's a totally different, like, you know, like, speed of life, mm. really. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you, like, coming from a place that you've lived your entire life right. to a new place. It's like, okay, so what now becomes my new norm? Mm. You know, like, what now becomes, like, you know, my, my schedule? Like, how do I navigate making friends or you know having healthy time to go out and hang out and stuff like that go to work and gym schedule as well and you know what i'm saying there's so many different things that when you're moving to a new city you're you're now Mm -hmm. that that city has already been running at that pace right so you know what i'm saying it didn't just change for me so it's like now i'm having to adapt to a new new place learning traffic all those type of little like those tiny little things it's like yeah it's, it's different so do you feel like because you've been here now <clears throat> six months seven months almost since august yeah yeah dang, how, dang. so do you feel like wow. you're <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah do you feel like you're in a, a place where you i don't say can call this home but like do you feel more like in a routine where you're similar to where you were in columbia i'll say yes now mm. um more so, it's getting better. I mean, it's yeah. still not quite what it was. Cause, sure. I mean, you spent 20-something years it, there. Exactly. Right. You know, so it's still not quite what it was, but it's like routine-wise, like, I've, I guess it's just adapting. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the best way I can describe it. Like, yeah. adapting to, you know, whether it's what us having meetings or all these different things, like, knowing, I guess, mm-hmm. the, the pace, you know. So yeah. I, I feel like it's gotten a little bit better, yeah. for sure. What's been the, I would say like the, the biggest hurdle and transition for you moving from Lexington or West Columbia or Columbia area, what moving that up to Greenville, I know the change of pace is entirely different, but yeah. what's been the biggest kind of shocker slash difficulty in transition? Um, I said there's a couple multiple things that have been difficult for me in the beginning i would say like spending time like by myself Hmm. um because like brian like my roommate he goes to sleep around eight you know what i'm saying eight eight thirty he's he's also in school grandpa (laughs) (laughs) he's to give him credit he's in school and in all fairness there's a lot to deal with i guess in medical medical school i call him old man withers um (laughs) old man whitener i'm gonna use that i'm gonna use that i'm gonna use that um but yeah so just like like before like if i if i left work i'd come home and i'd you know be with with my family or my little brother or you know you know i'd be like man like my little brother's getting on my nerves that we're having a good time but there was something there right but now it's like once i leave the office like it's just me and so it's just like just getting used to spending more time with myself uh has been really good yeah um and cooking too cooking that's been a thing yeah, i'm about to say that's why you make a salad or something like that do you yeah. uh <laughs> well i got that from chick-fil-a yeah, oh, but, 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 okay, for okay. sure i've seen that, that one before i, you made that one. I <laughs> made a little a little pasta thing recently a little Ooh. Little, I think it's ricotta, ricotta cheese. Okay. Little, ricotta. With some little pasta? Okay. Yeah. Okay. A little sauce. Some ravioli, baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ground beef. Little... 
Okay. You know, so. I would say that's one of the things that changed for me, too. Like, moving here, like, That's a cooking. big thing. Like, and I I enjoy it a lot more now. Like, yeah. just randomly, like, oh, dang, let me let me throw some of this in there, throw some of this in there. You know, it's like, yeah. it's yeah. fun now. It's the, and plus, and you, it saves yeah. you money. And you like, see how. Woo, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You see how your parents, like, don't cook without recipes. And, like, yeah. they're just, like, throwing stuff together. And now you're, like, mm-hmm. you're in that point, like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is how I like it now. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, like it's fun it experiment. It's like right. it's like chemistry. Like mm. you just throwing like random look. Like oh, I feel like this scent right here. Like whatever this spice is, yeah. that that sounds like it'll go good. Yeah, or it smells like it'll go good with something. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with the being kind of by yourself, and you can touch on this. I feel like you experienced it a lot. How often does mom call you or text you? <laughs> How often? <laughs> when does she? When does she not? <laughs> That's a new question. Yeah. Um, nah, she's she's. How you doing today? If I'm yeah. coming back to Columbia, you made it home yet? You didn't text me. It's been an hour and a yeah, half. That's yeah, how long yeah. you yeah. Yeah. get there. You didn't let me know. Yeah. You texted your brother, so I found out from him. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, she's always always checking in and mm. and yeah, she actually for Valentine's Day. Um, I came up on Friday for an event on Saturday. Yeah. And um, I told her, I was like, I want to get back so I can like get to church and like kind of get settled for Monday. So before I left the house, she had a little Valentine's Day like thing yeah. for me. And she was like, Dude, that's so cute. I thought you were, I thought you were staying until Sunday and I was going to give it to you before you left. So she was like, well, Here you go. I got everything uh, for you. Wow. So that's I opened good. it up on Valentine's Day in the office. And Zach was like, Where'd you get all this stuff from? And I'm just like, my mom gave it to a <laughs> secret admirer. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's his so mom. That's my mom. Yeah. So how funny. often was your mom texting you? Oh. Because it, it. What? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't I, even. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't even a text. It was like, it was be the point where like my mom would drop up. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like there was times when I first moved up here. She, any excuse she had to get up here, she was like, I can bring you this. I'm like, you know, nah, you good? Like, I, I, like, you don't have to. Like, we'll get it. You know, and I, I appreciate that, you right. know, but it's like, you know, when you out of that hometown, moms is like, when they do call you. Oh, dude, yeah. I literally talked on the phone with my mom the other day. I was just like, just, just listen. I'm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. oh, I got, like, <laughs> yeah. You and it's like mm-hmm. those conversations probably wouldn't have happened if you were home, but she's like, I got to tell somebody. Right. Let me just tell L. Right. right. <laughs> right. Call him yes. And my dad was at church. Who is this? My dad wasn't home either. He was in Georgia at the time too. Oh, so I'm she, like, oh, she, she was. No she, yeah, she was bored. I could tell she was bored. It was just like, you know, it's good to hear my mom's voice. Yeah. It was just, it was just funny. Yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> oh, dude, I remember when I first moved to North Carolina and I like, I had to sit, I was like, mom, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, I get, I get that I'm gone, but, but you can't keep asking me how my day was <laughs> every single yes. day. You got to stop. Yeah. Got to calm it down. But I mean, they, they just love us, you know. Like, oh, for sure. It's yeah. like I just think this is funny for me. I don't know if this ever happened to you. Actually, I know this happened because we <laughs> talk about it. When you were like, let's say when you were staying with your parents and you mm-hmm. didn't do what they asked you to do, they'd be like, "Oh, if you can't do what we ask you to do, you can leave." And then it's like <laughs> I remember just hearing that before, like when I was younger, like, "Oh, if you can't do, well, you can pack, you can go find somewhere else to stay." And then it's like when the moment you actually do leave, and that's, "Oh, hold up," man. like you know, what I'm saying the tone completely changes. Yes. It's like. It's like, oh, you leaving? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got to well, go. So what's the, 
Uh, it's interesting because you you spent a year in Hawaii, right? Yeah. Year and a half, maybe, mm-hmm. like total time. Yeah, yeah, a year, right at a year, exactly. And then when you came back, did you spend the rest of the, like, staying at home, or did you live on campus at all? I stayed at home because to save money, because I was so, yeah. my goal was to stay at home, save up to buy right. a house once I got out and everything. So they've never experienced you really gone. Really? I mean, like, when you were yeah. gone, you were gone. Gone, like, gone. Well, my freshman, <laughs> like, my freshman year. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was visit. Like, I'm out of yeah. here. Like, yeah, yeah. My, I mean, my freshman year, I stayed on campus, though. So, like, I was technically gone my freshman year right. at USC. Right. And then when I was transferred to Hawaii my sophomore year, that's mm-hmm. when I was obviously, like, gone, gone. Right. And so mm-hmm. that was a whole transition, too, because of the time change, mm-hmm. which really messed me up. Because that's man, what? I think it was six. six hours? Yeah. Yeah, it's like six and five, depending on when daylight savings and stuff like that is. Right. Mm. But it was so weird because, like, I would call I would call them on, like, 12 o'clock during the day and it's six here. Mm-hmm. And so just having to, like, weird, wow. you know what I'm saying? That was a weird yeah. adjustment. But And this is the first time you've moved away from mom's house. Yeah. Yeah, first time ever. She taking it, or like, is it, because she still has, like, you still have, like, siblings at home. Yeah. Does she take it? Kind of better because you have that younger brother still there. Well, your sister lives. Yeah, too, right? yeah. My sister and my brother are still home. Um, it's a bit better. Right? Yeah, I feel like she's she's taking it easy and like by the looks of it, like she's good. But like, mm-hmm. I'll talk to my grandma and I had her walk me through that little recipe I was telling you guys about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she was walking me through it, and so I talked to my grandma. And literally, this is the next day, like mm. not even 24 hours. And um, and my grandma's like, yeah, I talked to your mom. And she was so happy walking you through that little recipe. And uh, she was like, any opportunity she has to help you with that kind of stuff. Like, she just really loves it. <laughs> and so when I was talking to her on the phone, though, I did not get all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's That's cool. So it's cool to see, like, you know, when you take a step back, you, it, it kind of helps you really see, like, your people and how much they mm. love you. Yeah. And it's like, you know, not everybody cares if you ate, if you didn't eat, did you have a good day? That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's true. so a lot of times it's like, I get, like, I got so used to being around that mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, I forgot that like, there's a very select few people in my life that genuinely care about those things. But like, sometimes I just saw it as like an annoyance. Yeah. So taking this wow. step back has, has helped me see the full picture, but also I'm like, Ma, you got the cool out. But I love, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a different pace for sure. Yeah. It's, it's different, but. That's, that's cool. Well, I, I kind of want to ask a question for y'all. So like, for me, you, mm-hmm. you moved out like. 18. You left, yeah. 18 I moved out. So moved out at 18 <laughs> and yeah, like didn't look back. <laughs> like, I, mean, I, mean, I, had, back. I had to look back because I lost a job at 21 and I had to move back. Uh, we not. <laughs> yes, that did happen. But, yes. But I you, was out. You had been out for a long <laughs> yeah. time. And so I think, you know, for me, I definitely have in the past struggled with that thought process. Like, dang, how am I still living with my folks? at this age oh you know what i'm saying like that mm, was bro. and it was tough it was tough to like because you know with comparison and all that kind of stuff yeah. like dang like i feel like i'm like a bum like still living with, but i'm not i'm still growing and trying to right. work towards something but it's like being mindful and not trying to be like oh like i have to leave right now but like mm-hmm. also don't want to stay longer than you know what i'm saying i'm not trying right. to be like 
40. That's <laughs> <laughs> still living with Yeah, folks. no. Yeah. Uh, I definitely felt that. Like, when, because my, my plan was probably similar to yours, was graduate college, buy a house, live on my own, and like have a career, and mm-hmm. everything's gonna be fine because you have a degree and you have like life together, and it's all good. Um, when I was let go of that job in, in Columbia, I had a month basically. I was like, all right, I gotta figure this out because I was 21 years old. My rent was, I think, $1,100. A month i didn't have a roommate so it was by myself i was like i don't have (laughs) i didn't i didn't have expendable income like i had a couple months saved up but i had to quickly find a sublet and i was like all right i don't want to move back home but i don't have another option right now yeah and so i moved back home and i stayed with uh, my mom for about eight months and that's a kick in the teeth man like it's a huge humbling experience because I was, I felt probably more cocky than I should have. Mm. Um, because I was like, Oh, I'm 21. I have, a, I, I got, I got a degree. I got a full-time job. I got a 401k. I got a, I have a Roth IRA that I'm investing into. Like I'm, I'm killing it. And then it immediately ended all of that. Mm. And I was like, all right, I got to reevaluate now and I can move back home with mom. And it was just a huge breath of like, I didn't want to be like my brothers that still lived at home mm-hmm. or that hadn't moved back home for whatever circumstances. I had a huge sense of pride in that. Um, and the Lord was very gently like, you keep doing things on your own volition and in your own strength. Yeah. And you're going to quickly be humbled. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember there's a, a buddy of mine um, who very gently uh, spoke into my life and said, you've done everything in your life by yourself and you've built a great life for yourself the lord's going to remind you that you can't do anything without him mm. and like in that it was like a it was a huge reminder because like again everything was stripped away i felt like job it was just like mm. i felt like my life was just hurting <laughs> um <laughs> it was bad man like 21 years old like i had to move back home um after literally saying i'm not going to i didn't want to be back in greenville at all um, I remember that. Yeah. Like, I just didn't want it. Um, yeah. And then once I had that realization, like, all right, Lord, I can't do anything without you. Within probably a month, like we went on, we went to Colorado. I took a break off of working and like stressing. And while we were in Colorado, I got a phone call about a job. So I moved, moved out. But like, yeah, it was tough. It was very tough. Mm-hmm. And then had to do that again different kind of circumstances but i moved from chattanooga to greenville and i knew i wanted to buy a house and so i was like do i do i do a short-term like rental and pay an extra one to two hundred dollars a month for these like short-term rentals for an apartment complex or do i again swallow my pride again and move back home with mom and save again <laughs> yeah and save right. three months of rent again yeah. um and that's what i had to do just financially um i was still paying rent in my apartment in chattanooga because they didn't allow me to break my lease and so you couldn't sublease right yeah so they basically had to had a pay until somebody filled that apartment mm. um which 
it was awful. But luckily, like I found a house that, or I, I, three months into it, four months into it, they found somebody to get my apartment. So that was fine. Still out four months of rent, but whatever. Um, and then a month later, I found this house that we're in now. So it kind of lined up almost perfectly timing wise, but yeah, I mean, I've spent in total probably a full year living back home after graduating college. Um, it's not easy, very humbling. Um, cause you still your parents kid, like, and no matter how old you are, that's what I found. Right. Like, it's like, yeah. dang, like I'm a grown man, <laughs> like I'm grown, yeah. but like. I'm under my parents still. Like, they still my parents. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and that like, was, I mean, that was interesting, too, because, like, when I, the first time I moved back home, I didn't have a job. And so it very much felt like that of, like, I'm back at, like, a kid thing. Yeah. Because I'm applying for jobs every single day. I had a little vlog that was going on on my Instagram. I was doing the content creator life, trying just to make stuff and make a name for myself or whatever it is. And nothing was happening. I probably put in over 200 applications at different companies to be a videographer. Nothing hit. I mm. had to go in and be a barista at a coffee shop while still shooting some weddings and some fitness videos for some uh, local clients here. But I, yeah, felt like a kid. Felt like a, a guy in high school or a kid in high school that was working part-time and... Yeah just doing work um and but like thankfully like mom was very gracious and um and loving where she understood that like all right you have your room upstairs and you can get your stuff done um she was working obviously still my dad was out on assignment um and so like she had heard nine to five that she was still working or mm-hmm. eight to five whatever the timeline was but hmm. um yeah, it was interesting because, like, you live in a house. Let's say she was gone. I was in that large house kind of by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's also very, like, sombering, right? Like, right. you're in this massive house and you see the success of your parents. And I was like, dang. Yeah. That's cool. Makes you feel really little. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when you're not working <clears throat> in the spot where you thought you would be. Mm. Um, yeah. So wow. I don't know. I don't know. That was like an answer that you wanted. That's a very real yeah. kind of situation that I was yeah. I was going through, and um, it was hard. Um, but looking back at it, eight months of doing that, it's a drop in the bucket, right? Um, comparative to what some people have to do, they, like maybe lose a job during COVID and they have to move back home with their parents, and yeah. they're thirty three and they're two years into it now and there's some people that have to move out with their parents and they're married and have a whole family yeah well that's what have, you know. like that that's what's happened with my brother and his wife and mm. a slightly different circumstance because they're building their house now but they moved in in april i think <clears throat> of last year with my mom and dad and I, so it was mom dad because dad just left his job started a work from home job mm-hmm so he was now home. Mom was still there. I was there. My oldest brother and his wife were there. Their newborn, that was wow. four months old, and their mm. two dogs. Oof. 
that's house so full. <laughs> party house full, <laughs> house full. Um, and so I can't imagine being my brother or his wife and having to move. I mean, they're 30 now Yeah. and with a kid and two dogs and like they have a life together and moving back home with, with mom and dad. Um, I can't imagine what their like mindset is of how, of how humbling mm-hmm. that must be, but they've been there for, they're, they're still there. They're, they're, yeah. Their house finishes, um, I think toward the end of March. Okay. Um, so it'll be almost a full year. Wow. Mm. Longer than they expected. Longer than mom and dad expected for sure. Um, Dang. but yeah, their, their situation's interesting because it was, it was funny seeing it at Christmas mm. because they, this was their Baby's first Christmas. Oh, wow. Not in their own home. Uh, They're both now 30. Yeah. Not in their own home. And so what they did for Christmas, they put up a little Christmas tree in their room. That's uh, upstairs above. Like, above the one, the yeah. massive one that's on upstairs. <laughs> and they, they decorated it themselves. And like they made what they could. They yeah. made their little room. Mm-hmm as much as their own as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I look at my situation at 21, 22 and what their situation is now. And I'm like, I don't know if I could have done that. That's uh, that looks on the outside so much harder than what I was, I was going through. Um, even though they're still both full-time employed, but mm. I don't know. It's just interesting. Um, but you look at like, the relationship with my nephew now and my dad, so dad and his grandson, they're inseparable. Mm. That's cool. That's super cool. And that wouldn't have happened if they, yeah, yeah, if they didn't live at home. Like, my mom is retired, and so, and my dad works from home. So when my brother and and sister in law when they go to work, they leave their son at home with, with mom and dad and they get to play with them. Yeah. And so they got babysitters legit. Right yeah. There, it's so. like, I don't say free daycare, but it's I free mean, daycare. Uh, um, yeah. But it's, it's no, fun just... to see like, <laughs> yeah. like looking, cause I've gone to, I've gone to the house and I've seen them a couple of times just on like a Friday afternoon or, or Monday or whatever. And to see the interactions between like my dad and his grandson It'll break you. Mm. Just break you. And they're like best friends. That's so cool. Um, so that's mm-hmm. like the light in the midst of like that whole. Yeah. No, thing, that's cool. But, that's really cool. Um, it's kind of weird for me. Um, not really weird, but I guess, I guess for me, I never felt any like pressure, mm. but the pressure I did feel was <clears throat> what what will I be doing in life that will enable me to make that move? Hmm. Because like at the time, like, like what I was doing, like it was like, it was making pretty like decent money, but like to go like to a place like by myself, like it wouldn't have been like a good life. Like it, Hmm. it, like I would have, I would have been all right, but it, it would have been very stressful, you know? Hmm. And so what I was doing at the time wasn't what I felt like in my heart I was called to do anyway. 
So the stress was, okay, I know I want to make this move, but mm-hmm. like, like, what am I going to do? How can I get to that point? I guess in this meantime, I'm here <laughs> yeah. for how long, I don't know. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, for me, I kind of like made this pack with myself. It's like, I'm not going to be like super like in a rush. Like I'm going to take my time. Like you said earlier, like try not to like compare my situation to everybody's situation because that would destroy you. Um, And so I was like, this is my season. This is the life I'm living right now. These are my like circumstances. Like, like what's like, like I have, I'm going to live in this and like be okay with it. Mm. Um, So I grown to be okay at the cribbo. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm home. I'm doing my thing. Like I'm trying to figure out like what, what I want to do, like what moves I'm going to make. And so whenever that's right. And in my head, I'm like, whenever all of those things fall in place, then when it's time for me to make that decision, I'll have everything I need effortlessly to like be okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what happened uh, recently. And so um, with us, like me and, and my partner, I'm like, okay, we're praying and we're thinking like, where do we, where do we where do we want to start this thing off at? Like where do we want the roots to be like for our our business? And it was Greenville. So mm. if that answer would have been Columbia, yeah. I'd probably still be at home right now. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so Lord knows how many years that would have been. Now, eventually I probably would have, you know, moved out, but but like I told myself, when the time is right and I have what I need, like financially to take that move and like be okay, like mm. I'm gonna do that. And so for the first time, like that opportunity came to be and it made sense and I felt peace and I was like, okay, I'm going to take this step. And I told my mom, like we had talks. I was like, mom, like I'm in no rush to like bounce out of here um, unless you want me gone. gone." But I'm like, I'm in no rush, but like I want to make sure that that my leave is on a note to where it's like, this is the next step that I need to get me to go where I want to go. Not because mm-hmm. like I want to just bounce because you know, you getting on my nerves, you know what I'm saying? And right. so like, that's the kind of conversations that, that we'll have sometimes. And so the opportunity came where, you know, like it's not really that, uh, I mean, I wanted to go, but it was like, I had to go. Like right. we got stuff to do down right. here. Right. Like this is what I'm doing to support myself, my family and my future family. Like, Pack your bags. Mm. If your car breaks down, you got to figure it out. And so wow. it was a cool thing to have that like pressure um, to be like, this has got to happen. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was a, it, it was, it was a cool, a cool, cool balance, but yeah. that's kind of where I was at. That's cool. awesome. What you're, when you were saying like, if y'all had decided to do business in Columbia, you probably would stay there. Yeah. Is that something that you felt like, w- like as a business, do you think that you actually y'all taking the time to move up here? Do you think that's helped grow y'all more than if you would have stayed in Columbia? You think? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much now that I am learning about myself, right? Um, that I'm growing in, you know, just with like, like we said earlier, cooking, like getting on my schedule with. Washing my clothes, taking the mugs out the dryer, like not, <laughs> not forgetting to leave, like forgetting yeah. to leave them in the washing machine, and then they're like, you gotta redo them. Yeah, 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 like like 
a lot of a lot of the small things that turn out to be like big things like oh mom <coughs> cooked dinner like that's great she yeah. remembered to take the meat out i forgot to take the meat out and i got home and Bro. i was like man <laughs> <laughs> it was still frozen it was still frozen <laughs> that's the worst and you gotta like so i was like i was like okay so like now i have to yeah i have to think i know these are super th funny things that a lot of people are like oh, come on whatever but like for me like during this time it's like right. these are real things that i'm like okay i gotta i gotta remember to do this you know like when i leave the house like i gotta lock the door because my family <laughs> i mean i'm being honest i'm being honest i'm being honest i'm like i gotta lock the door behind me you know <laughs> like, it's not like mom and and squinks is in the house just hanging the house. out and they'll just they'll just lock it for me i'm like if I don't lock it and somebody mess with that door and something happens, the alarm's going to go off and you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. nobody's home. This going to rob us. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dang. so I'm like, small things door. like that. I'm like, I got a lot of door. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to yeah. be more meticulous and more thought. I think the biggest thing is more thoughtful about mm, like right. my moves. And I think if I was in Columbia, there would still be so much like comfortability there. Yeah. And even though I wanted to stay and I, I love my family and all those things there's a certain amount of growth that i know that i needed to just move forward mm -hmm. right well even, we talked about that a yeah, while ago yeah like, even when we were like just visiting greenville we'd be like man i feel like like moving it's like a life hack like when you move out of your hometown yeah. it's like a life hack because now you're actually having to get out of the comfort like the complacency mm. you know and it's like there's things that are challenging it's like okay you got certain bills that you got to pay you got certain things you like for instance yeah like if my car is like you know has to have an oil change i got to take that i got to do that you know yeah. what i'm saying like just simple just simple yeah. things that like <clears throat> you know you may not have to do when you're home yeah or whatever it's like it's just different you know what i'm saying like your, yeah, you gotta clean your bathtub. Your mom's not gonna. Yeah, do that no that's, <laughs> like, I, I would say this too, guys. Like, one funny thing is, uh, which I actually need to do. <laughs> I, like, I walked in, <laughs> I walked in there yesterday, and I was like, God damn, <laughs> I need to do it. I just got behind on it. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah, like we, we being real with y'all. This is real stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, life. I'm like, like for cleaning the dishes, like before. I eat my little food. I would do the. I would rinse it. You know what I'm saying? Get a little rinse. I'm not not, not too bad. Rinse it out. Mom would clean it up. Sometimes I clean it if I felt like it. But now I'm like, <laughs> if I felt like it. I know it's crazy, guys. But now it's like, okay, say <laughs> say I'm cooking my little breakfast and I got the pot all dirty, some plates all dirty, mm. and then like I said, me and B are on different schedules. So he wakes up expecting a fresh morning, <laughs> and the kitchen is destroyed. Then it's like, okay, like, I want when he gets up, he has, like, that nice, clean space to start his day. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, when I'm done, like, it's in that routine now. Mm -hmm. I'm used to, okay, I'm going a, I'm to a get it clean before I go to bed. <laughs> you so know what I'm saying? Tea. Get my little water, get my yeah. little protein shake, go to bed. Yeah. A little ice cream, a little donut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what? <protein> what? <laughs> well, after the protein shake. Oh, okay. Uh, like, midnight snack. <laughs> Okay. Uh, is that how often do you do that? Not a lot. Okay. I thought that was like a regular occurrence. Not a lot. Like, not, a lot. not a lot. I mean, I feel like my midnight snacks like cereal or like popcorn or something. 
I got these little little chocolate donuts. <laughs> like the little ones, like the little uh, hostess ones. Uh, they're next to the hostess ones, but like you know, they kind of like big. Like sometimes they're Krispy Kreme donuts, and then they got like little. <laughs> Anyways, guys, from like Ingles. Uh, like, yeah, Ingles. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yes, directly from Ingles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just yeah, yeah, That's dope, yeah. Cool. We're going to take a quick little break and we'll come back and uh, kind of talk about business and life and what we're up to now. All right. So we're back. Um, thanks for sitting through that little pause break. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. I was just saying hey to the people. I'm sorry. You're good. Um, what I really wanted to talk about, because we have now at this table, three business owners. Um. I want to hear perspectives from each of us about what the process was like starting your business, whether that was merging a business with somebody else and creating one company, um, or taking the leap of faith and like putting things into, we spoke about it briefly in the first podcast, but like kind of more tangible, like actual things that we can either future business owners that are listening, whatever it is. Um, that they can kind of take away little nuggets and bits of information. So we'd love to hear kind of your perspective mm-hmm. on you had your enough vintage clothing company. Yeah. Um, originally was another company. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. I think you've gone through more evolutions and really defining what you do as a business owner and mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur. Um, we'd love to hear, I think season one, we talked about culture. We yes. talked about that move to enough. Um, talk us through what the process was and merging with old school outfitter. And now you guys have a space you have yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a journey. Um, I think, I think to start the biggest thing for me and me and Allenton had, had talked about this and me and you probably as well, mm-hmm. but it's understanding that that sharing a space oftentimes isn't diminishing or taking away from your purpose and like mm-hmm. what you're doing with with your business. <clears throat> and so, like for a while, which which the whole reason why I named enough enough is because I I needed to understand that I was enough by myself as Kyrie Clark yeah. to actually do this thing. And so for a while, for a while, the Lord grew me in, I would say, my singleness with like mm. this business. And so the cool thing with, with Zach is that we we had talked like, I would say like a year and a half before like we had actually merged, like he had mentioned it to me. Mm. And um, at that point in time, I, I didn't feel peace because I needed to learn that for myself. You know, mm-hmm. if if I would have just jumped straight into uh, business with him, then I wouldn't have been as as strong as a partner as I am now. Wow. Um, and so that was a that was a, a really crucial thing. And, and back to my first point is um, understanding that that joining isn't taken away from like what God has given you, mm-hmm. but looking at it, you know, from a sense of if I can impact, say. 50,000 people by myself right with like my brother beside me 
I might now can impact 100,000 people, 200,000 people, mm. 300,000 people. Mm-hmm. And so and so for me it was it was super cool because we had support like we'd supported each other uh like like I said a year and a half before we'd actually merged, right. which in the in the business world if you're, you know, T-Mobile, Sprint and AT&T like you guys aren't like helping each other. Yeah, no, y'all, aren't, <laughs> y'all aren't at events. Yeah, together, you're so not you at events together. You're not helping different. each other. It's like if if you guys drop a new phone deal and AT and T drops the same exact phone deal, we're now trying to sue you because you stole like yeah. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it was just this thing that wasn't even talked about, but it was like I genuinely want to support you mm-hmm. and see you grow as a person and your business. And and it was reciprocated as well for me, um, which is very rare in a business where, you know, with vintage clothing, once it's sold, it's sold. You mm-hmm. you may not find it again. Right. You probably won't, especially with more and more people finding it um, and finding out about it. And so I think that, like, like, my advice to even, like, if you're considering, like, joining, like, with a person or with a partner is, you know, making making sure that, like, aside from like the business relationship mm-hmm. like if you can establish like a solid relationship like before mm. that has nothing to do with money and see how that person treats you and reacts to different situations like before you hop into like a business like situation mm-hmm. um so yeah that um and then kind of once we once we merge it's it's a lot of like figuring out okay like how how do you how do you work like how do you how do you think how does what i say makes you feel you know what i'm saying like me and you could be saying the same words to ellington but it's like he may be getting something different depending on like right you know what i mean so it's like it's like i'm i'm trying to understand like how he works and he's understanding like how i work and he understands that like i'm the kind of person that like like, I don't need encouragement, but I thrive off of, like, yo, you're killing this. Like, you're doing a good job. Like, keep mm. it up. Like, that. Just, like, affirmation. Yeah, yeah like, that yeah. really, I'm like, okay, boom, boom, boom. Like, like, like he sees that I'm doing super well. Um, yeah. Like, let's keep going. And, like, for Zach, like, he really doesn't, he doesn't really need, like, the affirmations. But, like, for him, it's, like, it's the very small things of, like, bro, you did that. Like, keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you really crushed. Like, like that was good stuff. Like, like the way you, like the way you, the way you thought about that or like that idea was crazy. Like how you plan to implement this was like really unique, really fascinating. So it's like understanding like the dialogue that that person receives and like speaking in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that, that I've been been learning and trying to grow and like you have those moments where it's like you know everything's not going to be you understand exactly what i'm saying (laughs) like there's a lot of times where i'm like you know honestly i i disagree i don't think this is the best way to to do this right he's like okay i think this is the best way to do this but the cool thing is because of that relationship we had prior i know that i want everything like in his best interest mm-hmm. and he wants everything like in my best interest and so it's just like those like forces coming together mm-hmm. don't just like collide but they they produce something better than our first original ideas right. 
And so that's also been a really cool thing to understand is that not all differences and confrontations have to end in like a negative thing. But like with us, it's like I look for those moments to disagree because I'm like, we're going to come up with something even better right. that's going to fit like the masses and not just like mm -hmm. the, the person that I may be yeah. trying to reach or the person that he's trying to reach. But it's, it's more universal. Um, but that's yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, what about you, Al? I know you've had like, we're now two and a half months or two months into Kings and Queens. Um, and understanding what we really, we really are as a, as a right. company and the identity behind, um, really what we, we want to represent and what we want to do. Um, but <clears throat> talk to me about that a little bit and talk to me about a little bit about DHB even and kind of what that looks like. I feel like not saying one's more passionate than the other, but I feel like each of them has its merit and each of them have like a, a place and, and your, in your mind and in your heart. Um, so I'd love to hear kind of your perspective yeah. as well on that. I mean, I feel like with, with the Kings and Queens thing, when we started this and it kind of goes even back to what you were saying about like going from Coltry to mm -hmm. Enough to old school outfitters. It's not that you change what you do. You right. more, you redefined it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so not not even redefining, I guess the better word is like you honed in yeah. on exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? And how to do it better and all that kind of stuff. And so even within the first two months with us, with Kings and Queens, we started out and we were like, all right, we're going to offer this service. We're going to offer this service. We're going to offer this and this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I thought the audio just stopped for Same a second. Period. But um, then when we come back and we have a conversation, we're like, okay, well, this may be too much or this mm -hmm. may not be the right way. And it's like, we've had those disagreements and right. things like that as well. It's good. Yeah. yeah like mm -hmm. it was like a healthy tension, but yeah. to your point, it's like me and Thomas, we've known each other for years and like, we've had, we've had, I don't want to say arguments, but disagreements in yeah, other yeah, areas. Yeah. Well, okay. Arguments or whatever. I hate the word. I feel like the word argument just kind of has a negative connotation, you yeah. know, but we've had disagreements, you yeah. know, in other yeah. areas of life and stuff like that. But, even through that, we were able to work through it. Right. And so mm -hmm. even when, so like knowing that we may have a disagreement in one area in the business side, it's like, okay, we're, we're at the core of it. We are brothers like mm -hmm. we are friends and we are not going to allow the business to get in between our friendship. Yeah. yeah. So that having the core foundation was mm -hmm. huge being able to go into this. And so it's like, to your point, like knowing the morals, his morals and his ideas about like not allowing that money to drive a wedge in between. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so being able to, I guess, kind of like us figure out, okay, Kings and Queens, we offer this. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what we're focusing on. We're focusing on talent management, on the acting, on the modeling side. And then on the music side, we're focused <clears throat> on artists and musician management. So now it takes out all the other little things that we were trying to like put too much on our plate right. mm. and it's allowed us to focus in and do well what we have like what we initially from the first time we even talked about coming yeah. together to start a business actually what it, you know what i'm saying mm. what it is and i so. think i think with that too what we can kind of get from that is it's hard to be everything mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and and dedicate yourself to that like i've spoken with a, a 
business mentor of mine and told him briefly about the Kings and Queens stuff. And he goes, that's so much. What do you do? Like mm-hmm. the simple question of like legit, what do you do? Can you narrow it down? Um, and then I, I talked with a couple other people and I liken it to in film, you have a thing called a log line, which is basically a one sentence that describes what you do as a company or mm-hmm. in the film world, what the film was about. And I was like, I don't know if I could do that with the full expansion of what Kings and Queens kind of grew to be in the, the short time yeah. of like, oh, could we do a photography studio? Could we do um, music studio? Music studio? Could we do recording? Could we do uh, campaign management as far as like pushing an album and doing all these things? Could we do a video production service where we're representing X, Y, and Z? And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's take a breath. Yeah, simplify. Let's let's get back of what's the core that we started and wanted this to be. Mm-hmm. And I think, at least from my perspective, I was seeing deals and seeing agreements in the modeling industry and in the the music industry that the artists itself were just constantly being undermined yeah. and mm-hmm. being taken advantage of, and that's why like. Prince changed his name to the artist formerly known as Prince because in this contract it wasn't Prince, it was the artist. Like it was his name was the artist. Wow. And so he lost his identity and mm. who he was as an artist, and he just became another line on a piece of paper. Right. Mm. And you see so many deals like Hobson and he's had deals with with Funk Volume and a bunch of other musicians go through these bad deals because the talent manager or was just shady. Shady. Same yeah. thing with modeling. I've heard modeling stories of people being told if you want to stay in this category, you have to be this certain size and this certain height and a certain weight and your sizes can't change and we need to keep you at a certain diaphragm uh, or, or parameter uh, in order to book these gigs. And I don't know, I just kind of got like sick of that. And that's really with the birth of Kings and Queens. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was the, the heart behind like Kings and Queens, like it's initial inception. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you had kind of more of a grip on what artists really needed as far as musicians go. And I had more of a grip on what like modeling and actors need, um, as far as that representation goes. And yeah. so I think, we got very ambitious yes. starting out and which is not bad. No, and not bad at all. I think blowing it up to the expanse of what we thought and adding all these things allowed us to really sit back and define what we really are. Right. Right. Um it just filter it filtered like you had to go through that whole sifting yeah. and filtering stage of like not to say that those other things can't even possibly come in the future. Right. Yeah. But for right now. Right now, starting out, it was like less is more. Like right, if yeah. we could focus in on what we're doing right Absolutely. now, the simplify it down, then as it grows, it's going to grow healthy and it's not going to be stressful. It's, you yeah. know, it's going to take work, obviously, but it's going to be something that's like, okay, we can focus in and hone in on exactly what we initially talked about. Right. And a lot of it, us even starting a company was based off of, us having a conversation about like us being facilitators. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, relationship wise, like we can meet somebody we have, you know, we're very social people. Um, and so it's like being able to meet somebody and be like, Hey, like you got a great look to be a model or mm-hmm. you like, you sound great. We, we heard you, your music or you sound great. Like, have you thought about performing anything like that and putting those 
things into place. Um, and so even when we were talking about like Kings and Queens productions, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, you know, if you think about producing, it's like, oh yeah, like I put this together, right. you know what I'm saying? I made this thing, which in reality, we are doing that. We mm-hmm. are putting pieces together. So right. a bigger story or a bigger, you know, um, I don't know, song or album, whatever can be made. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it was just really cool for us to actually have that conversation, which was had a little tension. It's like, yeah, wow, that's it. Yeah. Like through that tension, it, it yeah, was like, yeah. dang. Well, yeah, and it took, I mean, it took us, what, 20, 30 minutes to sit down and go through like, all right, you don't want to be an engineer. I don't want to be a photographer. Right. I don't want to touch a camera ever really again. Mm-hmm. I will. You will be an engineer when yeah. it comes down to it. If like you're going to engineer most of the stuff you write and produce yourself. Right. At least exactly. for right now until we have the capabilities to to move into a work with another studio, another uh, engineer and producer. But for right now, like where we are, I'm not going to advertise that I'm a photographer. Right. Mm-hmm. People come to me and want to shoot with me. Absolutely, I'll do it. I'm not going to pass up a check. Um, I'll be very honest okay. with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think taking and that, and it even took our website down yeah. from four tabs into three different subcategories. Into we have a contact page, we have a talent management page. Yep. And inside talent management, you have musicians and you have. Models, models, and actors, and that's it. Um, and it really narrowed it down to like, all right, we can focus on these two things. I feel like we can dedicate more time and, and energy into facilitating the musicians and the and the models, like their purpose was mm-hmm. what we were, like the whole thing was. Um, but talk to me a little bit about like the evolution of enough now because I know that has moved into its like own brand. Yeah. Um, like it, that hadn't gone away, right? Yeah, no. So so the cool thing is, is that Enough was essentially what Old School Outfitter is right now. Mm. Um, but Enough had a meaning in my heart that was way past like, transactional things Mm. um and so for me um using like what i was good at like clothing fashion vintage like i i love anything clothing Mm -hmm. it's just my thing using that avenue to 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 preach a bigger message was like the keystone on like why enough started and so you know with with old school outfitter, basically, you know, we have a very similar message, basically the same, but we didn't want to just throw that away because of how valuable, how valuable it is Mm -hmm. and how much like it it could do like for the community and for the people around us. And so basically what enough is doing now is it's uh, collaborating and joining with different businesses, different uh, nonprofits, different companies that coincide like with our message, right. and we are creating merchandise, creating garments that people want to wear that are mm-hmm. on trend, that are stylish. Um, so I give people the example all the time. Say if Greenville was doing a race for world hunger, and or child hunger, and in schools and for low income areas, and and you know families that don't have a lot of money, and they're doing a race, a five k. So at the end of that race, you're going to get a T-shirt. Right. 
and cool like thanks i got the t-shirt you might wear it to bed you might you know donate it to goodwill right and like a year or whatever just kind of have it you know just took a shower just put it on walk around the house but for me i want to change like i want to change that like i think that you know the things that the things that matter like those things should be done well and they can Mm -hmm. be made in the sense that you know this this shirt that's meant to help this organization has the integrity of something that i would buy you know from the mall or from a designer or from a vintage company or something that like we would actually want to wear and so it's like man like you actually see it on someone and you're like where did you get that and yeah. so you're like, hey, I got that from enough, but like this is this is the heart behind this. And so it's like not only do you stylistically get what you want, but you're also able to preach a bigger message than mm-hmm. like the actual shirt itself. So it's like my heart is to collab style with purpose and meaning in any way that we can um, and use that as a way to yeah. to support and, you know, and so. In a, in a nutshell, that's that's what we do, and that's what we're we're gonna get going with enough. And we already have a, a company that um, reached out to us for our first project. We're mm. not gonna release that quite yet, but right. it's it's pretty big, and it's cool. it's it's a, it's a cool opportunity. So we can't wait to yeah to showcase that. But so now, are those like vintage blanks that you're printing on top of, or are they like are you commissioning like artwork to put on these? Like, what is What's that collaboration like with these different brands and nonprofits that you're working with? Yeah, so basically for now, um, we're using vintage blanks. Right. So for this first drop that we're going to do, I think we have around 150 blanks. Um, and so we actually made the designs like ourselves, and we're going to take them to Dapper Inc. or, right. or Billium and, and have them print on the blanks that we provided. Right. Um, so you have that like one of one feel, which also mm. coincides with like, cool. with the meaning. It's like these these businesses that we're, we're joining with, like we want them to understand that they're enough. We want them to understand that like they're important. And like these shirts like aren't just like mass produced. Right. And we're not just ordering a thousand units. It's like each shirt that we're selling in this drop was purposefully selected by us because mm-hmm. we thought it would be perfect for this project. Mm-hmm. And so it's like wow. that in, that intentionality put into the pieces and sourcing them and finding them, we want to coincide with the intentionality of our partnerships and how impactful we want this to actually be. Um, now, moving forward, we know, hey, if we want to do a thousand piece drop, say we got a thousand people right. that, that want something, we don't want to say, oh, we're just a vintage clothing company, so we're going to just wait until we can find a thousand blanks. Right. Um, so that's something that we're talking about now. It's how can we be like ethical in like, how we source our garments and how the fabrics are made, where mm-hmm. they're made, like who's making them, the integrity that yeah. goes behind that process, and do our due diligence to make sure that whatever we're printing on moving forward for our partnerships are made with integrity and made with purpose. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. So people wanted to hear, I know this is kind of an elongated story behind enough and old school, but, um, where can people find like that story kind of written out or 
you guys have like a website or social media stuff? Yeah, yeah. So we have um, enough vintage um, on Instagram and then Old School Outfitter on Instagram. And then we actually did release our website not too long ago. Super cool. As well. Yeah, so we have about 150 pieces on there live as well. Um, So you can go in there and shop and we'll ship it out to you the next day. Um, That's sick. so yeah, they have we have our events on there, or any updates, whatever yeah. we have going on at the moment, you can go on the website yeah. and check it out. So are you guys? Because um, you have been to their warehouse facility, it's incredible. Um, it seems like over a thousand pieces in inventory right now. Yeah, we have a lot. Like, <laughs> I'd say like, more. Like yeah, more, probably more. Five than times that. as yeah. much five as that. Times, yeah, yeah. Just like it's, the walls yeah. are like covered. Yeah, we have a lot like, of pieces. What's the, I guess, the, the goal with that inventory? I know you guys had that space um, that you just got. Like, is that something that in the future you want to be open to the public? Or is that something that where it's right here, this is where we do our culling through, washing, mm-hmm. packing it up, and then shipping it out of here, and then eventually having a storefront? Like, what's the, what's the, I guess, the goal to get to? Yeah, so right now we're using the space almost as like a it's like a hybrid between a work facility Mm -hmm. and like having the best shopping experience you could have no um so right now you know before i had all this stuff Mm -hmm. in my mom's house and zach had all this stuff at his place right (laughs) and uh (laughs) my mom was like i love you but it's got to go out (laughs) (laughs) yeah then you got the you end up getting that um the storage the storage unit, unit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so then i had to which get i still storage. got a key for. <laughs> yes yeah so Ellington knows all about that we were slinging <laughs> vintage at soda city for weeks and weeks and weeks um but yeah so that turned into the storage unit and so from the storage unit it's like we don't want to take that big jump and right. go straight for like brick and mortar store right. but like we also need something more and so for us, it's a mixture to where we can do mm-hmm. our product photography, our e-commerce stuff. Like we can run our orders and shipments. Right. Like we recently had our washer and dryer installed. So we're washing and drying everything like in-house, actually like in our bathroom that we have uh, at the warehouse. So mm-hmm. it's like we are trying to do everything that we can like in this space. Yeah. But soon, I would say sometime <laughs> next month, uh, we're going to be opening it up for appointments. Okay. But That's dope. I literally was just about to ask yeah. about that. So yeah. like people can just like schedule appointments to come in and or and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think the cool thing too is we had, we had a moment similar to how you were saying earlier, like there's, there's so many things that, that we want to do. And, you know, if we focus on everything, we have our <clears throat> foot in all these different categories, like, nothing is actually getting done to its mm. potential. Right. And once that thing is maxed to its potential, that's running, and now we can hop to this. Right. Now that's running, that's going full steam, now we're hopping to this. Yeah. And so now this thing is actually funding this thing, and this thing's funding this thing, and then yeah. now we're going to have somebody work this, and then that's going to free up time here, that's have huge. somebody work that's this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so now we're thinking okay, how can we now try to start um, delegating responsibilities? But yeah. back to what I was saying, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we had our website, our website, we weren't selling as many pieces at we, as we thought. And it's like, we got our foot in 
the website. We are trying to run appointments. We are trying to do events. We are working on partnerships. We yeah. are working with enough. It's like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's very similar. Yeah. I would say the same. Yeah. We had to take a step back and say, what do we want to do right now? Or mm-hmm. what, do we, what do we do best? And for me, that's interaction with people. Yeah. That's events. That's uh, helping people like style them. So now we're have it more like fashion reels and we're having educational reels yeah. and which is cool that's super cool class with a k they're dope oh thank love you love those videos yeah by the way. yeah no zach zach looks forward to making <laughs> <laughs> i could tell you when, when tuesday <laughs> when tuesday rolls around he's like let's make some content yeah um, so tuesday is y'all's like content day yeah yeah okay. tuesday's content day that's dope. Um, that's, that's good if y'all have that schedule too yeah, yeah. and so and so for us, it's like, for right now, it's so easy. I would say the main thing, too, is that all of what we're doing right now, it's, it's a lot bigger than us just wanting to make money. Right. And so it's like, I don't even think I've like fully heard the heart behind why y'all really wanted to start Kings and Queens. Like mm. I knew of these things, but it's like, right. we are starting these businesses because we see a problem. We see where we right. can add and 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 make this better provide right. the solution right and then that's where the business that in my opinion like that's where it thrives and so it's mm-hmm. like when you take that that fire and that passion and that desire for change yeah. it can so easily just go rampant you know what i mean and so it's like yeah. it's you hard excited. to yeah. yeah you get super yeah. excited you're like Ooh, you're like we gotta do this yeah, and yeah. it's like it's all for good reason but it's like right. You have to step back and say, we're going to get to all this, but what are we going to attack right now? Right. right. So we're going to attack the personal experience. Like we're going to go out to Soda City. Like we want to be in front of people. Like we want people to come into our shop. Eventually, like I told you before, like yeah. we didn't want appointments yet. Like we were going to wait, wait, like yeah. wait, way wait. later on yeah. to do appointments. But now we're like, let's switch it up. We're going to still put time and energy into the website, but like let's focus on what we do well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to to. Cool. have that more personable <clears throat> approach and yeah. stick to what we know and then get that down and grow from there. But that's awesome. That's huge, too. That's, that's really cool. huge. I think the appointments are really going to be sick, too, because it's like, I think, I mean, for me, if I'm able to, like, set up an appointment and come into this very, I don't want to say exclusive, but, like, this area where y'all have all these pieces and be able to, like, okay, I want to be able to come in here and shop and all that kind of stuff, like, that's kind of that's really dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the location that y'all are at until y'all are able to move into a brick and mortar type of thing that's like storefront. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, almost gives it not like an exclusive vibe, but a more personal sense where you're not running into 30 people inside of a store at once and you're right. not seeing like people tear clothes or whatever yeah. it is. Like it's Yeah. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I would say my other tidbit of advice to entrepreneurs or anyone that's wanting to take that leap into leap of faith into doing something is be real with like where you're at in the moment you Mm -hmm. know what i mean that's that's a really key crucial thing it's like it's like could we have just hopped straight into a store yeah would it have done as well as we probably wanted it to absolutely not right and so it's just like thinking more of okay where are we at right now right Mm -hmm. now if when people come in for appointments, like you're going to see my desk, you're going to see my laptop on my right. desk. You're going to see 
our palette racking with uh, our t-shirts on it that we're going to use for enough. Like you're going to see probably my lunchbox. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you're probably going to see right. my Chick- Chick-fil-A cup from yesterday. I mean, probably not if people <laughs> are coming yesterday. in. <laughs> <laughs> people yesterday. are coming in, I'm going to clean it up. But <laughs> basically what I'm saying, it's like, I want to embrace the fact of this is a hybrid space. So it's yeah. like when you're coming into our space, like you're seeing like, where we're actually at and like embracing that. And, you know, what if stores, you know, it's almost like you can go behind the store, but like the front of the store is like very glitz, glamour, like it's great. And you step behind the scenes and you got t-shirts everywhere, racks everywhere. It's like, what if we had an experience where it was the back of the store mixed with the front of the store, but the back of the store was put together. It's almost like a behind the scenes to like, how things actually run, but mm. you still get that good experience to shop. Kind of like seeing the factory, like, yeah. produce the chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool yeah. yeah. So that's that's why I'm like, I'm like, let's embrace that. Let's not run away from that. But like, this mm. is, that's where we're at. Let's let's start here. Yeah. Let's be happy about it. That's dope. Dude, that's so incredible. Yeah. Well, man, it was, it was nice catching up and, and hearing the story of where you guys are now. Um, it's good to have you back in Greenville or here in Greenville. Yeah, um, The whole crew is here, which is incredible. Um, it's going to breed content, I think. It's just going to breed a bunch of stuff coming out of this area. I know it was difficult having all of us in three different parts of, of yeah. the world, really. Um, <clears throat> and just in life in general, too. But like in this space now where we're all in Greenville, all own our own businesses and being entrepreneurs and getting after it. Like a lot of good things are going to come out of this. Yeah. Um, it's interesting timing wise too. I think yeah. God brought us here for, like, yeah, it's crazy. Cause I mean, even when we were talking about moving up here, like I came up here slightly before you did. And mm-hmm. like, when we were moving up here. We were like, all right, we're going to just got to make a change. Got to make yeah. a change, you know? And it's like, even though we're doing different things, it's just like, collectively bringing all that together and being able mm-hmm. to help each other out in the same city in the same time like same place and walk in life right now yeah. it's just like you got it's a team it's a yeah. solid yeah. team a team it's of huge. brothers that are like you know grinding and getting after it so yeah um yeah I, I think i mean i also wanted to mention when you were talking about like the behind the scenes thing in your in your like warehouse where y'all are y'all's office it's like I think about like Amazon and like, you know, Google and how they start in the garages, like Apple, how they start in like small in their garages and then they blow up to these huge things. But it's like, there's like this, this, I'm not saying y'all in a garage, but like it's y'all inviting people to see the beginning, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To grow with y'all. I think that's one of the things that's really cool yeah. is in having that invitation. Like, Hey, y'all like growing with us when y'all are coming in and, seeing how things work and what we're doing day to day. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a dope, dope aspect of y'all's company for sure. That's wow. Awesome. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I'll say too, it's just like encouraging to like, see what you guys are doing too, like right now. And it's, it's, it's cool because, you know, if, if you have a, a question about something or if, you know, one day you're feeling down and you're like, I can't do this or right. like, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. It's like you just look around and it's like my brothers are going after it, too. Like, you know, we're experiencing very similar things at very similar right. times. And so it's just like encouraging, especially doing your own thing where it's like if it doesn't 
if if it, if the ship doesn't float, it does not float, and mm-hmm. that's on us. And oh, so it's sure. like to see us and to see you guys like carry that pressure like wonderfully and almost like desire for that yeah. and and to and to see the fruit come from that it's just like really cool so i'm i'm super mm-hmm. grateful for you guys and like just this uh this season of life that we get to to work and yeah. be our own bosses and encourage each other and, sure. and help each other so it's cool to see it's huge man yeah well as we wrap this up um want to give like any any recommendations you have for the listeners, whether it's music recommendations or life recommendations or cereal recommendations? Cereal? I don't know. Oh, dang. I'm hungry, so thinking about food right now. Yeah, I'm thinking about food, too. What, you got? what am I not thinking about? <laughs> Facts. That's, That's the truth. <laughs> like, I plan my days around when I can eat. Like, <laughs> That's That's bad. So true. It's so true. I'm like, I think dang, we've talked about, about food time. on every podcast. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> we really have. like legit every podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, when it comes down to recommendations, we were talking about cooking. I would say try to cook a new meal. I mean, I don't know if we did we recommend uh, that before. No. But okay, yeah, yeah. So I think meal. like cook some food. Yeah, cook some food. Like I mean, yeah. even if you're not like, even if you don't think you're good at cooking, like. Honestly, I ain't gonna lie. You can learn anything on YouTube. Like, I can't tell you how many meals that I've like just messed around with and taken the concepts of somebody's like YouTube like right. recipe and be like, oh, that looks really good. Like, let me try that. And on top of that, I'm constantly like, my IG is like full of food now. <laughs> like, it's stu- It's like <laughs> it's full of food. Like anytime, <laughs> so I'm like seeing these recipes. I'm like. Dang, that looks good. And I'm like, okay, I want to I want to try to make something like that. Yeah. But like, yeah, my algorithm now it's like explore page food and like studio stuff. That's it. That's crazy. And workout, but yeah, try to make something different. What wow. you got? Uh, recommendation. Uh, like the food, right? Food. Whatever. You <laughs> I mean, want. whatever. Oh, yeah. oh okay. His I'm recommendation like, was food. Well, my, yeah. Food. I'm like, uh, yours could be like an album or a song or okay. a new hat or like some sweater you're rocking right now. Recommendations. Whatever it is. Recommendations. Um, I feel like I'm thinking about this way too hard. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to the food thing. Why not? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. When you're buying cereal, make sure you yes. you. Fully pay attention to uh, what it is because I saw that <laughs> Frosted Flakes uh-uh. were on uh-uh. sale for two for five. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> I'm going to get that. So I got it and I went home and I opened it up and I poured it in my bowl. And I was like, there's orange basketballs in my Frosted Flakes. <laughs> and it was the cinnamon flavor edition. Yo. And I was like, oh, man. like, Was it not good? No, it was not good. <laughs> Dang. So, pay attention when you're getting your cereal. Don't just look at the deal, but yeah. make sure it's what you want. Because I saw wow, the two that's for a five. Word. That's a word. Saw that's that a two word. For five and, just yeah. because it's a deal don't mean it's what you need. Yeah. That's huge. That's massive. Throw them yeah. both away. Throw them both away? Well, you're $25. What are you doing? I didn't like it. Bro. I mean, Brian didn't want it. He ain't trying? I should have offered it to Brian. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, close your ears. Uh, that's so funny. What's the recommendation? Um, T. Stroud? I mean, I'm going to keep it the same as last time. Like, take 45 minutes every day. Go listen to 
Gather. Oh, man, by Sir that. Ellington. On all streaming platforms. It'll soon be on YouTube next week. Yeah. Um, 45 minutes every day. Listen to it. Start to bottom. Like, it's incredible. Um, really proud of, of the work that you've been putting in on this. Yeah. Um, it's great to see the reception of it already. Um, it's a great thing to put in the background. Um, or if you really want to sit down and, like, do some meditation, some guided prayer, like, God, that's a great album to listen to to do that. So, appreciate. Want to keep yeah. that in there? Yeah. Gold. Um, heart, yeah. Gold. Heart. Which is heart? Heart. Yeah. Beat or is it heart? Heart. It's just heart. Yeah. That's the one. Heart and gold. Song. I'm really messing with those. Yeah. Heart yeah. and gold. I appreciate that. Cool. Well, all right. Let's plug the IGs real fast, and then we can hop on out of here. Um, personal IG. Whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, King Cree thirty three. <laughs> Give it a follow. Um, we got old school outfitter. And we got enough vintage. Run them up. Dope. Um, you can follow me at underscore Thomas Stroud underscore. Um, you can follow the company's page at Kings and Queens Pro um, and the clothing company, DHB Clothing. DHB. Also, stay tuned. We are dropping DHB <coughs> fully and yeah. officially on the 22nd so all twos baby a hey, tuesday all twos. and it's on a tuesday all twos. which is funny because it's a tuesday tuesday Anyways, yeah right. tuesday but um, IGs. yeah my ig let's see i'm trying to think <laughs> i'll just play, I'll just play. it's a uh, life it's, of it's l like, it's that burner account <laughs> that burner account nah i got a burner account but uh life of l and uh the sir ellington are the two i mean obviously we just told you about the clothing ones um so yeah those are my personals and stuff like that dope all right we're gonna get some food let's do it peace guys love y'all see ya peace love and chicken grease i'm about to make that last night dude peace love and chicken grease i do too